hello everyone and welcome to a different version of Smart Marks Reviews. Uh, we are a little bit late in putting out the review for Superstar Super Showdown uh, that was in Australia for WWE. And we are moving into Evolution Territory, which happens this Sunday, so we have predictions for that. But also we're right after the announcement from Roman Reigns that he has leukemia and he has dropped the strap. Uh, because he can't fulfill his obligations. So now at um, the Crown Jewel pay-per-view, they will have um, they will have a new champion crowned between Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. Now we'll have a prediction show for Crown Jewel after Evolution, and of course they're doing them so close together so that the women have something because they're not allowed to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. That's not what makes this different. There's two things that make this different. The Roman Reigns thing makes this a little bit of a... We're going to have a little bit of a tribute to him at the end as far as just telling our favorite matches and why we didn't like him, which wasn't because of him as a person, um, and what we hope to see when he returns, if he returns, if we're being realistic. Uh, this is also the last pay-per-view under the Take the Studios podcast family. Uh, we're branching out. We're going to have Smart Marks as its own podcast, so you'll have Smart Marks Reviews, um, and you'll have the state of the strap and you'll have anything special in between done under the banner of the smart marks. So that'll be its own podcast. So look forward to that. You'll have to transition to that. The next podcast, which will be after evolution. Um, with this one, we are going to try to quickly recap the super showdown, um, and just go through the matches themselves and what we thought about it and the aftermath, you know, it's all real quick. So we'll do that. Then we'll move into evolution. Then we'll talk about Roman Reigns a little bit. Or Joe, as he wants to be called. <laughs> um, the first match on the card was the Tag Team Championship from SmackDown. The New Day versus The Bar, which was a good match, but it was odd because they saved the title change between these two for SmackDown 1000. Yeah, which and was weird. I mean, I get it. I know why you wanted to save that. It's a special show. I, I would have done something more gimmicky at 1000, like have... Uh, Road Dog and Billy Gunn come out for a gimmick match or something. Uh, the match was good. I mean, the, yeah, on Super Showdown, the match was fine. Uh, the bar went on the offensive really quick. Uh, they sep they separated Woods from Kofi for the majority of the match. Uh, he did a really good job selling. Um, Cesaro, massive uppercuts. Yeah. Um, map to both Kofi and Xavier. Uh, the Swiss swing, of course, and then uh, backstabber and Kofi stomp on the new day. That was pick a up the win. great, great finish. Great oh. uh, backstabber with the double foot stomp. It's super, super awesome. Uh, the next match, of course, SmackDown uh, being put on display early. Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion uh, uh, Becky Lynch defending her title against Charlotte Flair in a. Um, in a, you know, again, a, a weird, a weird match, um, because they 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 extended this on, right? So they extended Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch because in this match Becky Lynch got herself disqualified. Yeah, and it was weird because they moved on and they're like, okay, well now the next match is uh, if you get disqualified, the title can change hands. And it's really weird that they that they they keep having these non pay per view pay per views. And, but they just keep extending the stories because of it, and it weakens them. Yeah. Like, if we didn't have that Saudi Arabia thing earlier in the year, um, Shinsuke and AJ wouldn't have felt like such a long program. Yeah. Because we did, it felt way longer than it needed to. 
because it was actually really cool. I think it was just one pay-per-view too long. And this one, again, AJ and, and Joe, I think it was one pay-per-view too long. Charlotte Flair and Becky, when it's finally over, it'll probably be one or two pay-per-views too long. Yeah. Uh, but the match was fine. The match was good. Uh, Lynch being true heel, though. Oh, she woo! Her heel turn was straight up. That's Attitude Era heel turn, and I'm 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 glad that she's got the title. I'm, I agree with you. I think they're dragging it out too long. Charlotte had a really big move off the rope onto Becky's knee, close to the start of the match, which was looked absolutely painful. Um, I did pop when uh, Becky was able to block the figure four. Yep, that's one of those protective moves. So, <laughs> you know, for Becky to be able to break that. Um, I, I wish there would have been a clean finish. I'm, I'm a clean finish kind of guy, but I see why they did what they did, I guess, to build evolution up. Yep. Um, I mean, for what it was, it was a, a decent match. I gave it a four. Um, but, yeah, it's it, a lot of back and forth, and Becky's really – I like her as a heel, mm-hmm. but I also liked her, you know, as a baby. So. Yeah. yeah, she works both ways. I like her more as a heel, I think, more this kind of heel. Uh, where we can support her, and she can be just the badass doing whatever she wants. Uh, the, and, and, of course, now we get that rematch at Evolution. Okay, whatever. Uh, the next match was John Cena and Bobby Lashley. What an odd pairing. The uh, the the even less charismatic uh, version of Brock Lesnar with John Cena, who is now, like, you know, JBL Jr. Oh, God. Uh, defeating Elias and Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens, of course, now is injured. Elias is babyface. How much, and Bobby Lashley is a heel. How much things change in such a short time uh, since this match. Uh, I don't know why they paired John Cena with Bobby Lashley, but uh, I didn't agree with it, and I don't understand it, and I would have rather just seen John Cena versus Kevin Owens. Yeah. This match was it could have been on a Raw or a SmackDown, and I would have been fine with it. For it to be on a pay per view, was kind of dumb. Uh, seeing you, seeing Cena with his hair like that, I, my first line is, "Is this Cena or JBL?" Yeah. And then I made mention of his bald spot that you could clearly see. You just you do the crew cut, man. You can't grow your hair out. And Cena was barely in the match. Yeah. Because he was under contract to not take any bumps. Yes, because of the Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. Um, which... And that sixth move of Doom, how dumb. <laughs> how dumb. I thought he was trying to, you know, power up in Dragon Ball Z something. <laughs> I'm Jantana. Bam, back fist to the head. Oh, they're down. One, two, three, and he picks up the win over Elias with the sixth move of Doom. Uh, stupid. Stupid. It was dumb. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, then the Iconics came out, hometown tag team, to take on the newly comedic Asuka and the always impressive Naomi. Um, the Iconics are on the cartoony side to the point where someone needs to pull them aside and say, listen, during promos, sometimes it's okay if you get over the top, but you can't stay over the top, especially with all of your actions. You, act, you didn't act like this in NXT. Right now, you're acting like you're in a carnival. Like, you're really playing it up. In NXT, you were a subdued version of this, but now you're cranking it up to 15, and it doesn't need to be that. Just yeah. come back down to how you were on NXT and just do that. You didn't need to improve anything. Just do that. I don't understand it. I don't know why they look like that. It kind of hurts every match they're in because they're good wrestlers, but they oversell like they're Shawn Michaels fighting Hulk Hogan. I don't understand it. Um, yeah. Yeah, what do you think about the match? Yeah. I mean, it was a throwaway match, in my opinion. It was two girls who were home, and they're like, okay, we're just going to give you guys the win. And they tried to get a little bit more pomp and circumstance than they should have. Um, I, I, 
really think that they've hurt Asuka by taking her in the direction they've taken her. But, you know, wh- what do us smart marks know about anything? Yeah, and we're not doing the uh, the stars, of course, because we're just running down the matches. We didn't have full-on... We don't have full-on notes. We're trying to get through it faster, um, which we we could have graded it, but there wasn't really a point if we weren't getting into why we graded it that way. If we weren't able to get into detail, why just give a grade? I don't understand that. I see that on, on like... A lot of people do that, and I'm like, why? Why did you grade it this way? So if we can't, if we don't have time to explain it, then we aren't going to. Um, the next match, though, is my favorite match on the card. It's the WWE Championship match again. SmackDown getting out there early, and it's AJ Styles defending his title against Samoa Joe uh, in a no disqualification, no countout match, and it was great. I loved the ending. I loved that they finally made people like it. Looks like you should fear the calf crusher again, which I always thought the calf crusher looked like the move that would hurt the most. Yeah. Like especially if you had big calves, like it's like, oh god, it's squeezing everything. Why, um, you know, not like the sharpshooter was like, you crossed my legs, how dare you, you know? It's kind of or the walls of Jericho. I'm laying down. <laughs> no, no. Like I don't understand a lot of submission moves. At least the calf crusher looks effective. Yeah. And um, and of course, Mojo's finisher, his submission is like it's it'll choke you out. Okay, I get it. I get being choked out. That's one of the few submission things where it's universal. But um, that was the finish. I know, jumped ahead to the end. I love the finish. Glenn, what did you think about the match? I, I, I actually like this match. It was a barn I, burner. It was harsh. The, both guys went at each other, no holds barred. Kind of like watching old school Rock and Taker matches or Rock and Austin matches. Um, I mean, they just went at each other. and Bringing them the whole, his wife and everything into it. It was great storytelling. Oh, yeah, neat. Yeah. Um, it, I'm glad that they've... That this is over now. Yes. Uh, they've ended the story well. They did everything that they needed to do. Uh, but yeah, this is, my opinion, probably one of the best matches on the card. And, and they just they put it all on the line for the fans. Yep. And uh, then we had to follow that up with a, a raw women's tag team match after that. And not only a women's tag team match, but a group of really amazing wrestlers, the Riot Squad, and possibly the toughest woman wrestler ever, Ronda Rousey, and the Bella Twins. I say the Bella Twins with a lot without emphasis because I only thought Nikki Bella's shining moments was when her era was over and it was being passed on to Charlotte Flair. Yes. And I thought that was great. Like she tried, Charlotte was really elevating her, but Nikki in a role where she's comfortable and she doesn't feel like she's just being, like, wasn't taken down. She has no, no reason to put in the effort right now. That was at the time where she had wrestled a bunch. She was full-time, and she knew someone was taking her spot and eliminating her, so she was trying hard. The Bella Twins don't try hard. You've got John Cena's ex and Dana Bryan's wife, and that's how I view them, because of their movesets. I know Ronda brought that up in a promo, but that's always the way it's been. They really relied on their significant other. They're not real wrestlers. They're diva. They were a diva-era Vince McMahon wet dream. They were hot twins. That was why they were brought in. And they haven't. They have evolved. But in the ring, sometimes you do max out in talent. Sometimes you do max out, especially with them diversifying so much. They did never focused on wrestling. Like John Cena. He had a lot of stuff going on, but he loved wrestling so much that he could adapt to anyone. And so if John Cena always looked competent in the ring and good. He didn't screw up a lot. You had to be Baron Corbin level bad to make him <laughs> look bad in the ring. The, the Bella Twins suck. This match was basically just waiting for uh, for Ronda to finally get in there and really go ham on everybody. That's how I viewed the match. Yep. How do you view it? That's the, I viewed it the same way. I I didn't understand why they were pairing her up with the Bella Twins. They're not relevant. They've not been relevant for years. 
Um, even the only thing that I can think of is they're bringing them in for this evolution thing, and hopefully they will kick their asses out as soon as it's over. Yep. Um, the next match was my second favorite match on the card, and it's a Cruiserweight Championship match. Buddy Murphy, a.k.a. the lucky man who is marrying Alexa Bliss, versus Cedric Alexander, the defending Cruiserweight Champion. Um, this match is so good. It's so good. Um, I... I Buddy Murphy was great. I loved Blake and Murphy when they were a tag team. I haven't watched Buddy Murphy since Two of Five Live. Honestly, I don't watch Two of Five Live. Uh, I don't. I, they don't have anything to draw me in. And then this happened, and now I do watch Two of Five Live. It's really weird. I like Buddy Murphy not really as a, as a character as much as I loved this match, the storytelling leading up to this match, and what he's accomplished because he dropped a ass ton of weight from his tag team days with Blake and Murphy and I, the only thing about this match it, it was great it was great and the ending was fantastic I just wish they would have had um, Blake and Alexa there on hand to come out with him to celebrate yeah. because if it wasn't for Alexa joining Blake and Murphy to give Blake and Murphy that shot in the arm I know um, Blake has a different character now in NXT and he's, but he's still under contract if it wasn't for Alexa Bliss that tag team would have wasted away and been fired but now he's cruiserweight champion. That is because Alexa elevated that tag team. And they all three needed each other. Because Alexa was wasting away in NXT until she found that heel role with them. Um, and Blake wouldn't have a job still if it wasn't for you know, them to at least making people think he could be good again one day. So um, I really think they should have had the whole trio celebrating. Because that's, that's awesome. That's the peak that he's going to get to as cruiserweight champion. Yep. Um, what did you think about the match? Any spots you really loved? You know, I really enjoyed it. It was fast-paced. Um, it was... Uh, see the frustration on Cedric Alexander was amazing. Um, so many great moves he pulled out to oh, try to get Murphy pinned. And it was just like, you know, right there at the last second, he was kicking out every time. And uh, was not, not taking anything away from Cedric Alexander, he's been a great champ. Oh, he's been good. But I, like you, I stopped watching 205 Live when the whole Gulak and Enzo thing was going on. Because yeah. it wasn't, it was more ha-ha than wrestling. And I, I, if I want to watch wrestling, I want wrestling. And we've watched 205 Live live after a SmackDown Live. And we've seen them have real wrestlers on their show. Yeah. Um, with Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. We got to watch um, that. We've got to watch Mustafa Ali versus Drew Gulak in like a two out of three falls match. We They used to put on really great stuff, then they got really characterized, and now maybe they're back to top-level competition all the time. I hope so, because Murphy can bring that top-level competition. I think he, him being champ is going to bring out the best in a lot of these other guys. Uh-huh, and it's going to show them opportunity. Yep. Because when one champion reigns too long, a lot of wrestlers become complacent. They're just one of the boys. They're not a top guy, and they become complacent until they're fired. Yep. And that sucks. Zack Ryder. Um, don't fire Zack Ryder, please. He unboxes all your pops on your videos. What do you, you do without him? Um, the next match was The Shield, Roman, Dean, and Seth versus Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. This, this match was fine. I've seen so much of this on Raw for the last two or three months 
that I couldn't honestly... And none of them are so diverse. It's not like AJ Styles, whenever you pair him up with someone and they have great chemistry and they're always pulling out new cool things. Or Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy. And it seems like every match they have has new stuff. These aren't the wrestlers for that. Braun is pretty green. Dean is not technical. Seth is really good. Roman's not really good. Dolph is pretty good. And Drew McIntyre, he has his one hits that he pulls out every once in a while. But you don't have the overall... For six men, they all better be fucking talented. <laughs> like, just the way it is. They all better be talented as hell, but they're not. So you gotta, you, you can't keep doing this. And they did it again, and I didn't really like the match. So, what did you think about it, Glenn? I mean, the Shield won. That was cool. I guess Australia got to see the Shield healthy, which is a rarity, really. Dean was able to get his hands on Ziggler a couple of times in the match, and I thought that that dynamic in the ring is pretty interesting. I love Dean's attitude right now. He um, does carry all their matches. Oh, yeah. I, hands down, where at one point, you know, Roman was the muscle. Now Dean's the muscle. And Dean has, like, evolved into this Stone Cold mini-me that... Stone Cold and Mick Foley put together. Yeah. It's so great. I love it. it. it it's awesome. I, I just hate that he gets put in crap storylines or crap matches. I mean, Drew McIntyre is definitely this this generation's diesel yes and it's sad very sad because i think he's got some potential he's more athletic yeah he can tear an acl walking yeah and, and ziggler i his I, time is come and gone yes there's, he's very talented but there's nothing that he can do that he hasn't already done exactly and uh and i think his best match of the year was him versus seth rollins in that um iron man match I don't know if you're going to get that back. Move him on to another opponent. Find him someone else to really dance with. Yep. Give him somebody else. Yeah. It was sad. Anyway, uh, obviously we weren't huge fans of the match, but we are huge fans of Dean Ambrose and his new Stone Cold character. Oh, yeah. Um, the next match was Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Oh, God. For the number one contendership. I loved the stakes of this match, and I loved the match. Daniel Bryan rolled up Miz and won. That was the end of it. It was quick. It was sweet. It's what we all wanted to see. I want to see Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. I didn't want it to be in fucking Saudi Arabia. I want it to be uh, in front of an, the American crowds that support all of their pay-per-view buys, all of their network subscriptions, all of their t-shirt sales, all of their action figures, their replica titles. I wanted the dream match that everyone has wanted to be in front of the people that deserve it. No offense to Saudi Arabia. This is not some kind of nationalist or racist thing, but... They're not a cool nation. The front row is full of these terrorist leaders. And I get it, not really terrorists, but they, they kill reporters that don't report what they want them to. That's terrorism. Um, I, I don't agree with that. I don't like the deal. I'm like Dana Bryan and John Cena. I don't agree with them going to Saudi Arabia. There are plenty of towns in America that would sell that out in a heartbeat. Yep. Just what? I don't understand it. I Come get to it. Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, I get it. These guys, you know, Vince made the 10-year deal for the Saudi Arabia propaganda crap. But... War games, baby. Make it a war game fit review. <laughs> they, they, exactly. They need to... He, Vince needs to keep into consideration that a reporter was murdered. Star it was straight-up murder. Halloween Havoc. Exactly. Bash of the Beach. Something. Give us something stupid, man. Great American Bash. You've got to eat this money anyway. Eventually, you can't keep going there every 10 years. This stuff is going to keep happening. You're going to have to eat this. So you, I would have been like, you know what? Who wants to go to the beach? We're going to have a free fucking event. 
on the beach, 20,000 seats. We're going to do Bash of the Beach, kind of dumb stuff like Panama City did with, with their WCW, their last WCW broadcast, which I lived in Panama City Beach at the time. I was not a WCW fan, so I never, ever got tickets for it. Didn't know it was going to be a WWF show. Totally would have went. Um, especially Ring versus uh, Sting versus Flair. Uh, anyway, um, anyway, that's way off topic. Dan Bryan won. It's him versus AJ Styles in Saudi Arabia. We didn't mean to get too much into the feature, but I mean a lot of this is just playing into the Crown Jewel pay per view. And now we get to the main event: Triple H with his buddy Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels and Undertaker with the Big Red Machine Kane. Triple H versus Undertaker was good. It was better than it should have been for these two old corpses of of people. Like they. That Triple H's matches have been slow for the last few years. Him versus Roman, him versus anybody you want to give me. Him versus Daniel Bryan. I went back and watched that match, and that was slow. He's just slow. He's a slow guy. It's, he's never been a fast-paced wrestler, but now he's old. He's 50, and it's slowing. Uh, Undertaker has been slow for years, too. But this match together, I don't know if it was the fact that Sean and Kane were there to add something in to the rest periods of the match, but they went outside. They did, they did cool stuff everywhere. They were neat. This match is better than it should have been. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's probably my third favorite match of the card, just seeing it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, just and I, and I knew once Sean kept kind of interfering, I knew it was going to lead to something more. But um, we have theories on what that that will be with Crown Jewel anyway, NWO. <coughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Triple H won against Undertaker. The match was solid. Anything you wanted to bring up in the match that was cool? I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I, I, the ending was cool. The ending the was match. amazing. The aftermath of that was just holy hell. I, I, if it was planned, Sean and Trip sold it perfectly uh, when Kane and Undertaker just ripped him a new one. Yeah. Um, and this whole thing on Raw between both groups has been entertaining as hell. It has been some good promos from Taker and Kane. Uh, I like the I like intelligent killer Kane over red monster cane yep. i know that's not popular on the internet they wanted him to go like old school completely old mask old suit and i'm like i like it when he's more like um the guy from uh the killer yeah from see no evil oh, mixed jacob with someone Goodnight. smart yeah jacob goodnight yeah um but also taker's really great i mean they're all good i, I kind of wish triple h and sean were funnier in the thing but whatever it's fine it's fine they're being badass dx i'm yep. cool with it um, overall, that that event I wasn't super happy with. Yeah. Um, which it all leads into the Crown Jewel, which we will go over after a review of Evolution, which will be our first episode on the new podcast format. But while we're here, let's go over our predictions for the Evolution pay-per-view real quick. I'm going to run down them. Glenn, you tell me what you think. Um... Pulling up the... It's vamp time. <laughs> Alright. The matches. We get... The NXT... This is this is a, this is a, actually a big source of contention and, and, and debate. The NXT UK Women's Championship hasn't aired on the programming exactly yet. The champion hasn't been crowned yet on air. But they may... She may be defending the title... <laughs> At the Evolution pay-per-view, Rhea Ripley, the champion, versus Isla Dawn. Ooh. Uh, it'll be cool, Rhea Ripley. I, spoiler alert, I didn't know she was champ yet. They hadn't shown that on NXT UK yet. Okay, cool. Um, that's nice to know. 
Um, I guess I don't need to watch that episode, but I do like the wrestling, so I'm going to watch it anyway. Since the NXT UK, come on. Um, but uh, who who you got? I got Rhea Ripley to keep it. She's yeah, not going to open the championship with the transitional champion. Yeah, I, I think she'll keep it. But I, this is going to be one hell of a match. I love Rhea Ripley. Um, uh, I mean, it's awesome. It's awesome. She's a uh, she's been calling out. She's been calling out Becky Lynch on Twitter. Like crazy, it's been, it's been. It's go look at the, t- just type in Ray Ripley, look her up and see her tweets to Becky Lynch, and they're hilarious. Um, the Battle Royal, which will have Tamina Snuka, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Ember Moon, Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Oscar, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Carmella, Lana, Tim, uh, T- Naomi, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool, Medusa, Molly Holly, Ivory Kelly Kelly, and Maria Kanellis, and probably some mystery guests. Who do you think is going to win the Battle Royal for the number one contendership of the title they choose? Ooh. I'm going to go with Ember Moon. Ooh, you going with Ember Moon? I got to go with Ember Moon. She's, she's done so much. I want to go with Maria Kanellis. A diva era before the diva's belt kind of era woman who was truly the diva, not the wrestler. And you, what an easy heel. That's why Carmella was an easy heel, even though Carmella's better as a babyface. Because the women that can't wrestle become heels in this generation. And she's got a really unique manager situation with Mike Kanellis, a man that took her last name, is playing the the wife role of like you'd get in the 80s wrestling. Mike Kanellis is Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. So... <laughs> There you go. Uh, I, I'm choosing Maria, really dark horse. He's choosing Ember Moon. She probably will win. She's awesome. Um, especially if it comes down to her and Nia Jax, the way they've been buddy-buddy since Nia came back. Uh, Io Shirai versus Tony Storm, May Young Classic Finals. I'm not caught up on this, so again, not their fault, but spoiler alert. I, I haven't watched the, the newest tournaments of that one. Um I watched the first couple of episodes they posted, or maybe first three. Uh, but I got Tony Storm because she was in the, the the tournament last year and she was awesome, but she got eliminated early. She's in the tournament this year, and I really think I thought when I, when I saw her again, I was like, "They got to sign you, and you've got to win. You're great. I like your attitude, Aussie, crazy Aussie. Who you got? Yeah, I'm going with Tony Storm. She's impressive, hella impressive. Yeah. And uh, NXT Women's Champion Kyrie Sane, the uh, walking, talking pirate anime character, versus Shayna Baszler, the badass that could probably beat the brakes off Ronda Rousey. Um, I got Kyrie Sane to win that one, keep her title. I say she retains as well. I like her character. Um, watching her in that in that uh, battle royale that we saw, uh, you know, a couple months back, it was wow. Yeah. Okay. And what if Shayna Baszler comes to Raw to lead a Survivor Series team against Ronda Rousey? Or uh, if they just do um, Survivor Series like they did last year where you have Raw versus SmackDown and Shayna Baszler shows up on SmackDown, takes that title from Becky, and then it's Ronda versus Shayna, title versus title, oh, Raw versus SmackDown. Yes. Either way, I hope she gets called up. Then we also have Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia in the how do we get these girls on TV tag team versus the Riot Squad, a legit great team. Um, I got the Riot Squad. I see no point in putting over a group of um, randos. Yeah, Riot Squad. Um, I like the way they wrestle. They got great teamwork. It's a female version of the Shield. Yeah, mixed with Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, And Trish Stratus and Lita versus Alexa Bliss and Mickie James. I love Trish and Lita. I don't know if it benefits you to have the older woman come back and go over, but they probably will because Vince loves to do that. Yeah. So I'm, my brain says Trish and Lita. Yeah, my heart says Mickey James and Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, Becky Lynch, 
defending her title again against Charlotte Flair in the last woman standing match. Uh, no way to get out of this one, Becky, but you're going to win. I believe Becky's going to stay champ. Yeah, but she needs to retain. Yeah. And then the Raw Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey versus the Diva Bella. Oh. Nikki Bella. R- Rousey. Ronda. Rousey. Gotta be. Don't, don't insult us. Yep. And then um, uh, we're going to talk about Roman Reigns. Of course, he has leukemia. Uh, I complain sometimes when he was brought in to do, like, charity stuff for kids and, you know, visit sick kids, which he wasn't actually, now that I think about it, brought up, brought in to do that enough. Uh, I felt like they were trying to force him into the John Cena role. Now I realize he was the most perfect wrestler ever to be in that position because he beat Mukimia once. Now he has, he has the highly unlikely um, task of, of beating it again. Yep. Um, and, uh, I really wish now, instead of like choosing the Miz and some other people to, to go, I really wish they would have sent Roman. Because yep. it makes sense. He could have told those kids, hey, I beat it. You can beat it, too. You can be exactly where I'm at. Yep. And uh, that was very... I felt bad as soon as I heard it because I had always thought that they forced him into that kind of role, and it's like, wow, he really was the best one to do that. Um, uh, Glenn, do you know which Roman Reigns match is your favorite? You know, looking over the matches and thinking about... Now the stuff the stuff with the shield early on was really good. Um, honestly, I, my favorite match has got to be him versus Brock uh, at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, the match had a lot of controversy with it, but those two guys really did take it to each other. Um, they both walked out of that arena dazed and confused, um, and that match showed you. Th- he put a lot of heart in that match. You could tell Roman was fed up with the whole thing because it's been, it's like a bone dangled in front of a dog and yanked out of the way at the last second. And, of course, it happened here. He didn't win the belt, but it showed that he was able to go toe-to-toe with Lesnar without having anybody else in the ring, without having to deal with Strowman yeah. or without having to deal with any other uh, Ziggler. Anybody else wanting that title, it's just him and Lesnar and they beat each other's ass, but I have to give it to Roman. I mean, he took it to Lesnar, and he stood his ground. Yeah. Uh, he lost, and it's a shame. It was a controversy, uh, you know, kind of deal. But honestly, I think that should have been when the title got passed to Roman. Yeah. My uh, my favorite match, I still would have chosen a different ending, but it was cool how they did it. It was the second match, uh, two pay-per-views in a row, AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns, but this one was Extreme Rules 2016, uh, where uh, the uh, the club had shown up not soon like, not soon before that and made their debut and took out the Usos and, and really joined up with the heel AJ Styles. And it was heel AJ Styles with the club, the um, the Bullet Club, essentially, it was the Bullet Club. It was really neat to see versus the Inoue family, Roman and the Usos, so, yeah. and it was really, really awesome. The match was great. They had a they built on the match before that. AJ pulled some really cool stunts out. Like there was a it was Extreme Rules, so it was a no disqualification match, and the Usos got involved, the club got involved, and and most importantly, you had some really big shots uh, at one point um, on the outside. I believe AJ went for a phenomenal forearm, and Roman speared him in the air and hit him on the ground and great match extreme rules 2016 it was an neat pay-per-view but it was definitely a great great match with a uh, with roman versus aj styles 
And then that pay-per-view also had a tag team match, Tornado tag team match, Usos versus versus the club. So I, I love that match. Uh, it's really good to go back on. And one of the reasons also I didn't like Roman, uh, not to keep harping on it, but I didn't like Roman. Uh, I don't like him as a wrestler. Maybe when he comes back, sure. But um, uh, he was forced on our throats. He never was given the opportunity to climb the ladder like The Rock. And he never got to be himself. Because if you watch him in Ride Along, you watch him in just random videos, he's funny he's a neat guy when he's not doing the character the character they give him is shit the character they give him is not himself cranked to 11 it's that tough guy from the shield yep. it's not roman reigns and when they give him stupid lines like suffering succotash <clears throat> i get it the WWE writing is some of the worst ever especially right now um but come on guys you gotta do better than that roman we hope you get better um, and we can't wait to see you come back because now when you come back and you win the championship, we won't boo you. Yeah. We'll like it. I mean, you went through something awful that they should have brought up before. You know, when he came out and got into the ring and made his announcement, the crowd went from booing to complete silence. Yep. And they all contemplated what they were doing at that point. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, WWE has done this a couple of times. Shawn Michael lost his smile and couple other people had to leave because of injury or whatever. And I hope that this isn't a work to try to get him over with the fans. I hope not. Um, if it is, WWE, shame on you. Someone um, had to find out, though, if it was. Yeah. Um, I do. Say, I will say this. I know he's got uh, a hell of a lot of family backing him in his corner right now. And if anybody can beat it, he's beat it once, he can beat it again. So, you know, you got, there's an exclusive clip you can watch on the network of him walking through the back through Gorilla and Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels stops him and prays right there with him. Yeah. Braun Strowman hugs him and you can read his mouth. He says, if you need anything, you call. Um, you know, you see these people in the ring and you're like, oh, they hate each other. And, you know, everybody knows that they're all friends. It's a big family. They work together. Yeah, if you weren't friends, you couldn't trust the other person in the ring with you. You're not going to be working there. Exactly. And I just, I hope for the best for Roman. I hope a speedy recovery. Um, I say we see him back in about two years. Yeah, and, that's, and that'll be fine. And, and, you know, I saw people clamoring on Twitter like, oh, The Rock hasn't said anything publicly. And it's like, The Rock's got his phone number, you fucking dick. Like, if he wanted to say something, he'd just call him or text him. Like, he probably already did. Like, why would he have to make it known that, hey, I support you? Of course he does. Yep. Of course he does. Well, you know, that's like, um, who, who what, what was it here recently? Um, uh, Mick Foley uh, had that surgery, and somebody said, you know, you know, we're praying for you. And then this guy got lambasted for saying he's praying for Mick Foley. Yeah. You know what, people? Get over yourselves. If if this is how they believe and this is what they, they want to do and this is what helps them, let them have their faith. Let them do what they feel is best. Don't take that away from somebody. But with with, with Roman Reigns, uh, we'll see him hopefully soon. Hopefully they'll come back and be himself. So I would love to see him wrestle as Joe. Oh, I, they can still call him Roman Reigns, but his attitude, his personality is funny. He's a, he's a neat guy. He's charismatic. He's like the Usos or The Rock. They're all kind of funny. You know, he could. Have, I could see him do. Put him in. Don't do him something gimmicky like they did his brother Rosie. But, um, you know, let or him be Waga. himself. Yeah. 
Well, this has been our last episode on the Take the Studios family. Be sure to be on the lookout for um, the Smart Marks. And uh, hopefully we can bring you more podcasts now that they're separated and they won't really... Because one thing about being on the same podcast family as the gaming news and movie reviews is that they all kind of cover up each other. So hopefully with us being separated, uh, it won't push us off as much because I know some people only like to keep the most recent episode or the most three recent episodes downloaded to their phone. This is to, to help clear that cue out a little bit. And so you don't if you hate our movie reviews or you hate video games and you just want wrestling... You can just subscribe subscribe to this, and vice versa. If you don't like movies, but you like games and wrestling, just subscribe to the two of those. So we'll see you on Smart Marks show. And this has been our last episode, our last Smart Marks reviews on the Take the Studios family. Find us on social media at Take the Studios collectively, and myself at SYCO one three one six. I am at Joker ha 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 seventy nine. Thank you, and we will see you on the new channel.